cell. I rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I say, no, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch. Entertainment podcast brought to you by Going Great Productions. Happy New Year. I want to be close. My name is Robbie, and today we're going to talk about the 2023 smash hit Barbie, written by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig, directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, America Ferrara, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Kate McKinnon, and Rhea Perlman. Alongside me is our own Barbie and Ken, <laughs> Benny and Aya. How you guys doing? Hi, Hi Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> that was unplanned. <laughs> I love it. And alongside us, our resident Alan and one of our co-hosts, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing good. I I think Alan is a perfect representation of me. Just nobody really wants him there, and he's kind of a dork. But I'm here Alan's anyway. I don't know. Alan was kicking ass in that movie, so that's true. All right, so he's he got something going for him. But I mean, you're our resident fucking Ken, you stud. I don't think so. I'm uh, employee number two in the Mattel company. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should have done. We could have worn just the fucking sweater, and yeah, all would have matched. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um. So yeah, like Robbie said, this is let the boys watch, and we watch movies mostly movies that we haven't seen one or you know all three of us in this case all three slash four haven't seen it before um and it was barbie uh i think i think everyone had a lot of fun hopefully um what what this world needs is more men's opinions on it but <laughs> we have our resident barbie aya say hi aya special super special guest Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. I just wanted to hop on real quick. I don't want to be uh, I don't want to review the whole thing with you guys. I just wanted to um, I can't wait to hear what, what do you guys think about it further with your with your segments. But I just wanted to hop in at the beginning when you guys discuss what you think about the movie, because I Good. thought I think the, I, there's something about it that I want to talk about, but I don't think it'll be enough in an email. You know, I understand. But yeah. You can't stay the whole time because this is a patriarchy podcast. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's about horses and patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we get into all that stuff, please send us an email. ltbwpodcast.gmail.com. It's in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram. Also in the show notes. Please send us emails about, uh, you know, this episode, Barbie, what you thought of it, what you thought of our opinions any of our previous episodes or maybe some future movies that you'd like us to watch um, and talk about. We'll take anything. Love it. Yeah. So as we normally do, since none of us have seen it, can we, do we want to quickly get into like our impressions first or should we let Aya get into her point and then we'll get into our nonsense? Uh, let's let I started off. Yeah, actually, I want to hear your impressions before we get to the point. Me specifically, or Robbie? We, everyone, everyone. Didn't I think we, uh, that'll lead into the point. Weren't we going to do our uh, synopsis of our movies or no? 
Nobody came up with oh, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I didn't even come up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week. <laughs> oh, okay. You have a good uh, one, don't you? Me? Yeah. I mean, it's a good one. It's kind of boring. You know, it's uh, male-dominated, so it's not going to be... Uh, the females aren't going to come to the uh, to the theaters to watch it. All right, well, you have a week to make some edits, and then we'll get into it. I may recast and, and re-edit, like you said. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. So let's do, what do we think going into this movie? And then we'll talk to Aya and then we'll do our other stuff. So, uh, whoever wants to go first, uh, what did you think about going into this movie before you watched it? Robbie, why don't you start? Um, I didn't think that much about it going into it. I I mean, a couple of months ago i guess before the movie even shot or was shooting there was some like pictures that came out of gosling and margot robbie um i guess dressed up in their in their role but in costumes and i was like this movie's gonna be uh be kind of weird and 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 not good so i i, I was talking to my sister michelle last night i'm like man i really don't want to watch this movie at all i didn't <laughs> want to I, I it literally was like 10 o'clock last night before i started it um but yeah, I had no expectations, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't want to spoil how I felt about it, but I definitely thought it was going to be corny and not funny. And I really didn't understand what the message was going to was going to be in the movie. But um, yeah, I'll wait to discuss that. Um, like we always say, a little tease, a little tease in a biz show biz. Um, I'll go, and then both of you can go if you want. Um, sure. I kind of I agree a little bit with with Robbie here like going in I kind of assumed it would be corny um I figured it would be at least like kind of smart with Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig uh involved because you know seen some of their projects before and they're usually like you know pretty um sharp like some di good dialogue and like uh usually pretty funny so I kind of expected like almost what it was like a, a satire of society's view of Barbie and like, you know, um, women's role in the world and men's role in the world and stuff like that. Um, so it was kind of what I expected, but actually I was surprised with some things and we'll get into that when we talk about some of the stuff. Um, but I mean, the best part, like um, the Barbies were fantastic. Uh, all of them were, you know, there was so many funny ones. The little bit characters were great. Ryan Gosling is so goddamn hot. Good for him. <laughs> but it also pisses me off that he's that attractive and is so good at everything. He's funny. He can still sing fucking push as many times as we need him to. Fuck him, but also I love him. Um, I, I mean, when the movie was like announced that it was going to be getting made, I was like, oh, this is going to be either stupid or a kid's movie. Um, and then, you know, obviously there was that whole Barb, uh, Barbenheimer like hype and you kind of took in that, hey, like this is not necessarily a serious movie, but like it's a good movie. Um, so I was interested to watch it, I guess, pretty much, you know, right after it released. Um, there was all the that weird stuff about. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on Reddit, like the 
the lines on the map and that was like a big thing in China and all this other stuff. So there was like all this controversy then starting to come around it. So I was like, what the hell is going on with this movie? That's like pissing people off. Then obviously you had the whole Fox news crew. I told I, as soon as the movie ended that, Hey, I'm now trans and gay. So the, the movie ruined me. Um, but no, I was actually kind of excited to watch it. I mean, especially after it started to roll out, like all the people that were actually in it, I, it was like one of those movies like this can't be that bad if like, you know, once I saw Will Ferrell was going to pop up, you know, all those names, Kate McKinnon. I was like, all right, this is going to be at least worth the watch just because of the star power that it has. What about, I, you? What about you? Yeah, I think bo to to both of your guys's point, I also came into it thinking, all right, um, because of the names attached to it, um, Greta Gerwig and even Margot Robbie, because I think um, any project that Margot Robbie is attached with has always been spectacular. Um, I knew it was going to be a good movie. I tried to temper my expectations with it because I knew that there would be a lot of like nostalgia involved on my end. But I was also coming into it with lower expectations than I guess most girls would just because like I didn't want to be disappointed coming into it. And true enough, like I I was pleasantly surprised with the movie. Like I, it was better than I thought it would be and hoped it would be. I don't think it's changing the world. <laughs> I don't think it's the best movie ever. But for what it is and for what it, you know, could be. They did a pretty good job with it, I think. Yeah, I think I think we're all kind of in the same space. Like, it's not, you know, world changing, but eh, entertaining. Um, so before we get into our nonsense, Aya, you want to make a specific point? Yeah, because I Please found this. Do. I found this movie the the moment that you guys started uh when benny mentioned that you guys are gonna watch this first of all it was really funny because i've been wanting to watch it ever since it became free on the streamers but i was hesitant if i wanted to watch it with benny because i didn't know if he would be interested in watching it so i kept asking him do you want me to wait for you or do you want me to just watch it when you know i have free time and then this happened and it made me really think about so i've had this conversation a lot with ben um and it's not for a lack of his understanding, but I think more of a lack of my ability to articulate this concept succinctly. But I wonder what you guys thought of watching a movie this week that is more female forward or like coming from a female voice. You know what I mean? Like, what? how did that land on you guys? Robbie, you want to go? Or you want me to start? Well, I hated, I hated it because <laughs> I love men. And I don't care about anything about women. I think they stink. Um, uh, my favorite joke of all time. Uh, I think Charles Barkley said it. Uh, he said, "Why do women uh, don't have watches?" And uh, the punchline is because there's a stove in the, on the kitchen. So I think that's um, my sentiment going into it. No, I, I didn't think anything of it i mean movies are movies and I, and I and i love a good movie i think um i don't know it's a, it's not a tough question i'm trying to figure out a way to word it but i i i had not no qualms about it no reservations i think it, i think it was great um 
it actually makes me want to watch more Greta Gerwig movies. Yeah. Uh, like Lady Bird, I, I'm very interested in that movie. Um, yeah, I loved. I I really loved it. I I, I have no issues watching a female-led movie uh, directed by a female or an all-female cast. I mean, one of my favorite shows of all time is was created by Issa Rae, who was in this movie, Insecure. Yeah. Um, I I think that's one of the best TV shows, you know, that that's ever been out there, especially written by a, a female a female lead. It was it's it's one of my favorites. So, um, if a movie's good, I don't care who's in it, who wrote it, who directed it. Um, I thought this was a great movie, and it makes me want to watch more Greta Gerwig movies. And I think Margot Robbie's fantastic in it, and I think all the female leads in this movie were great. So, yeah, I loved it, and I'm actually, like I said, excited to watch. Uh, more Greta Gerwig movies than any other movies she comes out with in the future. Yeah, I think I I agree with Robbie. Like, it doesn't matter who made the movie, who's involved. A good movie is a good movie. Like, even you know, it could be in a different language than I speak. It's still a good movie if it's a good movie. Um, my thought process throughout this because I I've I actually watched it twice we did watch it when it first came out and then I re-watched it because I kind of like didn't remember stuff <clears throat> um I was thinking to myself often I probably would like this more if I was a woman understandable um I there was probably some things that I was just like okay like that's funny but it might have hit different for a girl or um made them you know, think a different way or whatever. I liked it. I don't think it was a, like an amazing movie. I probably won't ever watch it again. Um, I will watch a few scenes on YouTube because I thought there was a couple scenes that were really funny or really good. Um, but that's that's pretty much what I was thinking is just like, I know I don't fully get this, but I realize that it's a good movie. And I also realize that um, it probably might mean something much more to a woman watching this, whether they're young or, you know, grew up with Barbie and are now our age or something like that. So that was mainly what I thought when I was watching it. It was just like, I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I felt like, <clears throat> you know, there was nothing about the movie other than it was just very female forward, which is, I mean, it's not shocking to me. Like the, the, the lessons... And the themes of the movie were like nothing that I was unfamiliar with. It didn't like strike any new chords with me. Like, yeah, women should be treated better. And yeah, there's all these double standards that that women have to deal with. Like, so in that sense, I mean, a movie's a movie. The people that are going to see it are going to choose to see it. So I wasn't expecting it to like change the world or like change my opinions about anything. Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff in the movie, yeah, it... it if you're going to watch this movie, you probably kind of feel that way about it already because of all the conversation that's been made about this movie. Like there's going to be people that are like, oh, well, fuck that. If it's like empowering to these people or there's a trans Barbie or all these, you know, those people are going to watch it. They're going to miss the lesson. They probably would have learned it anyway. Um, but I think just being open minded and like listening to women, you know, especially with how vocal and like the me too movement and all that kind of stuff. And like learning about things that they deal with, you know, 
I feel like there's nothing really in this movie that I think went over my head as far as the, the messages were, but I appreciated it. And, and, you know, it's, it's like that, you know, you hear different groups of people talk about representation matters. So like, it's, it's nice for this movie to come out, you know, like, am I the target audience? Probably not, but I still enjoyed it a ton. Yeah. Cause that's what I found interesting. I was, um, cause Margot Robbie's actually a producer of this movie. Um, and I heard her talk about, um, during a round table, she was talking about how, um, some people or some producers or some studios who were very hesitant about the movie, um, from the onset, because like it had a big budget, but would it be a four quadrant movie? And she thought that like, you know, a good movie is a good movie and it'll definitely hit the four quadrants. But it got me thinking about the concept of like, why is it so easy for a lot of other movies to be four quadrant movies that are more geared towards men, geared towards boys, or, you know, because it's like, I think we often forget that art in general, and that includes filmmaking, um, is often a, a male voice. It's sustained by not we're not even talking about the patriarchal society of it, but it comes from a lot of male voices. And because that's what we're used to, women are more used to hearing a male, male voice and relating to a male voice. And I think now we're coming to a point where we have more great movie um, female directors, female writers, female actors, female producers, that a female voice is coming out into the fray. But there's pushback because, yes, it could be a good movie, but it has to be doubly good for it to be a four quadrant other than like if it was just a regular movie with a male voice that we're so used to it's automatically a four quadrant movie so i just found i just i appreciate that you guys watched barbie the way that you guys watched barbie um with a very open mind and that you understood it and that it landed on you the way that it should, because a movie is a good movie, even if you're not the target audience. I'm not the target audience of Fight Club, but I love that movie, you know? Um, so, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, like, I, there was nothing about me going into this movie where I was like, oh, no, I don't want to hear women talk for two and a, like two hours. Like, no, I was like, all right, we're watching Barbie. Like, that's all it was for me. So, and that's, that's kind of what I mean about, like, the people that watch this movie want to watch it no one's like being held down and like force fed this movie. So that's why I kind of don't get all the pushback that it had. Like either you wanted to watch it or you didn't. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. Like I, there was nothing, you know, I didn't watch the hurt locker thinking like, Oh my God, a woman directed this movie. How is she going to, you know, uh, portray war? Like, no, it's just, I mean, it is what it is for me. I, I don't care who wrote it or who directed it. I think that's a, that's the, that's the big thing though. It's like you said, it's somebody's mindset that even before this movie already has their mind made up about women or about, you know, agendas that are pushed on them. Yeah. Personally for me, it, it's, it's never like that. I mean, my views and the, the way I think about the world and, and people in general, it's, I'm never going to go into something like Benny said, I'm not going to go into Barbie saying, oh, I don't want to hear these chicks talk with, with two hours. I'm 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 done with these broads. That's never going to be my thing because, like I said, it's like six of my favorite people in this entire world are are women, right? And it's it's just it's never been who I am. Uh I'm very progressive. 
uh, these things don't scare me. A woman director doesn't scare me. Like that's your Fox News type people and and people that are that are closed minded like that, and then you're just doing it because it's more about who they are and what they are inside than anybody else and their insecurities and and their fears. So, no, I mean, like Benny said, Hurt Locker or this movie. Um, yeah, and I never got maybe because I'm too stupid, but sometimes pushback on 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 movies, right? That people have criticism about. Oh well, you know. Maybe even like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, people didn't like how Margot Robbie's character was written. So I, I, I that still I, I I don't understand as much. Maybe because I don't think deep into it, so I don't understand from that point of view. And maybe I you can elaborate more on that or how how some female leads are written in movies by you know men. I guess. Well, that's something that you know. Um, I'm never gonna. People always find problems with things. Some of them valid, some of them aren't. A very valid criticism, though, is, you know, there is too much females written by males in movies and storytelling. Not that it's the worst thing ever, but, like, we're starting to now see that you can kind of tell because they're most probably one-dimensional um, a good example that I have with this with Benny where we talked about um, the movie Birds of Prey and Black Widow action movies, female-led. Um, their hairs were tied when they were in fight scenes. And that's such a little, like, such a little thing that I was like, oh, you could tell that a woman wrote this or a woman directed this. Because in usual action action movies, women are written with her hair flowing in battle, <laughs> which is stupid. It's like that, you know, that doesn't, a woman would tell you that if you're coming into battle, I'm going to tie my fucking hair out. So it's like those little things that, not to say that men can't write women or that women can't write men, but I think we're at a point where, you know, men can now start to write women with more dimensionality. Like, we, they can put a little bit more effort into it because you can see that there's like now more examples of well-written women, not just by women to women, but also men to women. So yeah, it's exciting. I, I feel like the, the way that you guys have this podcast, I'm very happy and excited about it too. Cause like media literacy and being open to the world, it starts with like consuming media and consuming art forms and i know that you guys are doing this in jest and good fun and watching movies and super love the concept but the fact that you guys are watching all these movies all these different movies and talking about it weekend and weekend and you're opening up yourselves and everyone listening to you to so many different worlds and it's just expanding and expanding your minds you know what i mean like that's how you become open that's how you become more accepting of other worldviews and other things you just expose yourself which i think is great thanks good i think like even real quick like even like one of my favorite movies of last year everything everywhere all at once like i love that movie but the 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 move the the part that i loved most about that and it was emotional i'm not just saying it was the mother-daughter dynamic and relationship in that movie so i mean again a lot of my favorite movies or tv shows uh, have heavy female leads or written by females. So 
I mean, shout out to me for being so progressive. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I do want to say the three important females in your life got me very excited about this movie. They did rant rant and rave about Barbie a lot. I remember the last time we spoke. Oh, yeah. My God. My yeah. sister Michelle was so excited that we she even said when we did gosling week that she said you guys should have put barbie on there and she she couldn't stop talking about how much she loved the movie so yeah they were they were excited nice <clears throat> well that's just us we're three progressive dudes until you leave i and then we're gonna yeah. just be so misogynistic <laughs> What, a, but, in, uh, what was margot robbie's fridges. top five ass moments in this movie what do you think <laughs> Uh, one thing I just want to bring up really quick, um, and it's sort of like the flip side of the coin where some of you guys are just talking about where it's like, how come some people um, just like are just like ragging on movies or the, the way things are written because they're never going to like this stuff. But the other thing that kind of pisses me off about even a movie like this is people saying, if you don't love this, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And it's like. I don't understand. So like I either have to love it or if I hate it, I'm in this camp. Like there's no like gray area in where between. I could say like I didn't fully understand it, but I realized that it's a fun movie and a good movie yeah. or something. And that goes with all almost all things. It's just like, why does it have to be one way or the other? That's it's so polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway. But I think it's great. Like, again, to to emphasize the point of the female voice i understand the pushback because like i think it, you know a lot of, maybe a lot of people uh, men in general thought it was a little excessive the way a lot of girls reacted to it like it was the best movie ever i don't think they thought it was the best movie ever i just thought they thought it was refreshing to finally have a voice you know yeah, what I mean? like also like guys fucking lose their shit over rudy exactly so like, exactly like, you know, so so it just hits with some people. Yeah, like know? let people lose their shit. Over yeah, what let they people have nice shit. things. Yeah. yeah. If I want to exactly. scream and yell because fucking Captain America picks up Thor's hammer, like let me do that <laughs> shit. But it, I understand that that's nerdy as hell. And like, if you're like you're a nerd, I'm like, yeah, no. But yeah, it was just a lot bunch of girls nerding out. Yeah, which is fun to see. Yeah, let them wear pink see. and go nuts. Yeah, and, and you guys are Kenoff. <laughs> I'm so good yeah. but I mean it's also probably nice too as a woman to like have you know two hours of like women winning and like getting all the shots in they can on men it's just like you know it's it's I'm sure it was nice to actually see that and not like at the end of the day like the man you know is the victor or something like that so uh, I get it I mean it was like I said it was fun but you, yeah. you had your fantasy now get the fuck you know get back, get in, the back in the kitchen <laughs> Yeah, go make me a sandwich, would you? That was how I was gonna exit. Exactly those two points. <laughs> no, but like, uh, like I said, I mean, just the whole speech. I mean, we're getting into the movie like really heavy now, but like, you know, the speech with America Ferrara at the end is like, you know, the that you know, go somebody hit somebody speech or like the. Denzel pumping up the team in any given Sunday or something like that. So like that was their their moment. So good for them. Glad they got it. Pacino. Pacino. <laughs> yeah, no, did you watch The Godfather? <laughs> you guys gotta watch The Godfather. I seen The Godfather. Yeah, yeah. I seen The Godfather. Oh my god, yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the whole movie. 
All right. Thank you guys for having me. It was like really fun talking to you about it. Hopefully I can hop into, there's a couple of movies that I have in my mind I want to hop into if ever you guys have a chance to do it. Um, so we'll see. But I do, again, avid listener, will write an email whenever I can, but really love the podcast, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Go watch it. Thanks for coming on. You're not gonna you're not gonna give a plum you're not gonna give a plum. Uh go ahead, give you a plum score. Um I mm, I th I thought it I thought it was an eight. Eight flat, yeah. eight point oh. Eight flat. I thought it was an eight flat. Yeah. Fair. It's a good score. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Glad you liked it. All right. I'm gonna braid my hair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks. Clean the dishes, would you? <laughs> Get a load of that broad. I mean, come on. Yeah, what she got opinions? Fucking hickory dickory doc with that one, huh? All right. Thank you, Adi. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, that was all I I'm glad we had like a feminine voice on this because it's a feminine movie. Yeah, it's about to get real fucking real penisy up in here. Yeah, real fucking muscular right now. <laughs> Um. All right. So, you guys want to do overall impressions and plum scores? Sure. Right. Who wants to start? Uh, I can start it off. Go ahead. So yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, I thought it was a fun watch. I loved. I thought the dialogue was really good. Um, you know, there were a lot of jokes that it was. You know, I almost felt like I was watching Arrested Development, where there was just like those jokes that were just like coming quick. And like you blink and you miss them. Um, there are parts where, you know, I want to like rewind and and see what I missed again. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought that it wasn't, you know, blink and you miss it. Um, the visuals are awesome. I loved all the Barbie land stuff. I thought it was really cool. I loved in the beginning how she was moving like you know she came off the top of the house and just like perfectly into the car. So I, I thought they did a really good job with making it feel cartoony but not going too over the top with it i loved all you know all the different barbies and the jobs i mean please will ferrell i honestly thought he was going to be in it for two seconds but say less with will ferrell he was great um you know i'll let you guys gag on the gosling when you when you do your reviews but obviously i thought he was fantastic uh i'm gonna go with a, a 7.9 on this one i thought it was really good I was engaged the whole way through. I was excited to watch it. So, and, and I don't think it disappointed in any way. Nice. Robbie, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, sure. I can go. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I really, I really, uh, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I didn't think I was going to, I, like I said, I went into it, uh, with super low expectations, um, right? So it's, just, I mean, obviously it's a story about Barbie trying to, you know, discover who Barbie is. And it had such like a a pretty, I want to say deep message, but it had a good, a good message. Um, I thought the cast was extraordinary. I mean, I thought the writing was great. I, so many times I LOL'd, obviously, a lot of Gosling. Um, you know, Gosling was probably the main reason why I LOL'd a lot of the times. But I mean... The set pieces were fantastic. The direction was fantastic. You know, I wasn't expecting like the complexity of this movie because it's basically about a toy. I mean, what can you kind of get out of it? But uh, I think there was so much attention to detail in this film, and I was really amazed by it. 
Um, the movie was like, of course, like I said, you know, hilarious. And like we said, it's a satire of like society and, you know, specific themes about feminism and, and capitalism and, you know, all things like that. Um, but like I said, I thought it was visually stunning, fantastic set pieces, great soundtrack. This movie shouldn't have worked at all, but it did yeah. for me. It had a serious message with like a fantasy backdrop. And I think it all had to do with, you know, Greta Gerwig's direction and her and Noah Baumbach's writing and then just the directing and the acting, man. I mean, come on, so many great people in this movie. Um, so for me, I'm going to have to give it an 8.2. I, I really enjoyed this. I would watch it again. Uh, that's how much I enjoyed it. So, yeah, shout out. Yeah, I I mean, we kind of got into it a bit, and I agree with you guys. Like, I liked it. Um, I actually liked it more the second time. Um, I, I don't know why. I think coming into it, especially the first, like, act, where it was pretty much all in Barbie land, um, up until they kind of she goes and Gosling goes to the real world. Um, I was just kind of like watching it, like, what? So what's going on? Like, what is this? But coming into it, knowing that it's like a satire, or um, they're acting like they are dolls, like Brennan, you brought up, just floating into the car, or like the way that they were doing certain things, you know, the beach scene, like oh. I finished the sentence and now you're healed. Like all like it was if you go into it thinking like this is how kids play with these type of dolls, it made it more enjoyable for me. I don't know if that's would be the case for everybody. Um but like I said, I don't think I would ever watch it again. I mean, maybe. Um but I did enjoy it both times I watched it, more so the second time. Um I'm going to go 7.8. So like just a little bit under Benny, but like I said, I liked it. I liked the the satire. Um, I liked the message, although I don't think I fully understood it, like I said before. Um, but I get it. So seven point eight. I think too. Like I I I, I wanted to shout out and I forgot. Um, oh, maybe I'll wait for characters to do it. But there was just so many like fun performances, and like you could see why. I think everybody signed up that did because it was like, everybody kind of got their shine a little bit, uh, you know, even the Ken's, but it was just like, I don't know. It, I, I like to, there is, it was the first part, like you mentioned, Ryan, where it was all Barbie land. I almost felt like it was getting a little long and I'm like, it was like, all right, where are we going with this? And then it like kicked into gear. So like, I feel like everything kind of was paced nice it was it didn't feel like two hours honestly and not that i was like oh my god i wish this movie was longer or it kept going but like even as it got towards the end i wasn't like is this the end is this you know i'm happy that it's, it's finally done i was like all right you know not sad that it was over but like i i enjoyed my time with this movie and like robbie said I, if it was on again i don't know if i would put it on again but if it was on i would watch it again Nice. I'm I'm not surprised that we all liked it, but I'm a little surprised, to be honest. I th like, I think you can not go not going at it like um like as men being like this is stupid. It's a uh, you know a woman movie, but like I just thought maybe one of us like 
first watch, I probably would have given it a lower score and maybe been a little more critical of it if I didn't watch it that second time. So do you th- do you think that was because you maybe weren't watching it critically the first time? Like you were just kind of like, all right, we're watching this now. I'm going to like maybe pay attention, yeah. but not necessarily like analyze it. Yeah, very possible. And like maybe because I wasn't watching it critically, maybe I jumped on my phone once or twice or went and got snacks or something was talking to my wife, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, and, and like I said, I kind of went into it being like, all right, they're building this world out of a toy, and they like did such a good job doing that. Um, and then the, you know, juxtaposition of the real world and how different it was, like it, it was just it, for me, it was better the second time around. So I'm glad I watched it a second time instead of just going without. So yeah, well, I, I think too, like you know, you're touching on it, but like Robbie said it outright, like this has no there's no reason why this should have been a good movie like you know you could think about every other toy or like those failed comic book movies like gi joe that movie sucked like like <laughs> so you're like all right the precedent here is that this is probably not going to be a good movie but right um you know but then it's like job. this or like look at clue I, I don't know if you guys have seen clue that's a, bo- a stupid board game that movie's fantastic so it's like yeah Almost any concept, if the movie's done right, can be a good film. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Clue had the, I'm trying to think of the word, had like already that theme where that movie was going to be great no matter what because it's a, it's a murder mystery game and it's so easy to to do that in, and make it into a movie. Um, but yeah, like I'm amazed how good this movie was when it had like I keep on saying when it had no business at all to be good based off of a a, a doll that had you know you never really like it's just a doll there was never anything like crazy about it so I mean yeah this was this was good nice so should we get into some segments so you want to do do you want to do characters or scenes first let's do characters all right Benny, you pick favorite or least favorite first. Favorite, and I'll go first, and because I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the the chalk on the board. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Shimu Lu as Ken. I thought he was awesome. I he I, I he was like the perfect like foil to Ryan Gosling. I I love that <laughs> you know he was just always getting his goat. Um, I, I love him. I loved him in. Um, what the hell was the Marvel movie he was in? Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I love that movie. I thought that was underrated. Agreed. He's great. He's funny. He, you know, he's got such a good range with his acting. Um, I hope he's in more stuff because I, I just think he's great. And like I said, him and Gosling cutting the rug at the end of the movie. My God, the plums. Do we? I, I almost. I had to talk myself down from a ten after that moment. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, give me uh, Shimalu as as Ken. I thought he was great. Good choice. Robbie, would you like to go? Yeah, give me chalk. Give me uh, Margot Robbie as Barbie. And just because she's hot, that's it. So that's <laughs> more so in the beginning of the movie. She was really good. At the end, that was like, yeah, what, what I liked the most in the, in the beginning, is she didn't talk that much. And, but then she started to get like a voice and then she had a conscience and then she cared about women. And I fucking hated it after that. But, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, she's amazing. Uh, she was, she brought so much life to this character. Um, obviously you could, we could talk about Gosling for three hours, please. I would love to, I just would need a new, a new pair of shorts on, but, um, it's, it's a testament to how great of an, an actress she is. Um, she brought so much to the character in the beginning, right? You got the hokey Barbie, you know, hi Barbie, this and that. But then as the movie progressed, you know, you saw her emotions, various ranges throughout the movie, happy, sad, depressed, all these things. And she really had my attention the entire movie. Um, I like, again, I was pissed that Benny took her as a supporting actress in our, in our plums, uh, in the plummies, because I, I wanted to grab her. That's how much of a, of a great actor I think she is. Um, yeah. So I have to go Margot Robbie because she made the movie. I don't think there could have been any other person casted as Barbie. Um, she she crushed this role. She really did. Uh, it it could have been a joke of a role, and she turned it into a serious, you know, actually, an, a serious actual role. And uh, I commend her for it. Well, I, like you said, man, like the range just in this one movie is like crazy. Um, from like literally a doll came to life to you know all the, the emotions she showed she showed the second half of the movie I, I and i were talking um i didn't reveal to her my draft picks yet but we were talking about her she came up i think maybe when we were talking about watching barbie and like is she underrated as an actress because she's so hot like do you think like I, I really think that she's like such a great actress and people just a lot of people just see her as like oh my god she was so hot in wolf of wall street like and the whole performance kind of goes out the window and you're not like looking at that stuff. And we were talking about, um, and sorry to like run over your time here, Ryan, but all these I'm... female actresses that ended up getting Oscars, like they all had to like play ugly to get their talent recognized. Like, uh, was it Charlize Theron with monster, like all these different, uh, women that finally got their Oscar when, you know, they, they kind of ugly themselves up, but I feel like she's underrated as an actress, Margot Robbie. She is. I think she's super underrated. Um, I I didn't see the Tanya Hardy movie. I know she was nominated for that. <clears throat> I think she was good and obviously great now, but she was nominated for an Academy Award. But even like take away the nudity scenes in Wolf of Wall Street. She's great in that movie. She's 12. I don't even know how many minutes she's in Once Upon a Time with Hollywood, but she's great in that as well. And uh, even like a little movie like I saw with uh, Will Smith, uh, Focus, she was fantastic as well. She's a very good actress and i think obviously her good looks obviously even in barbie they 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 make a light of it with helen mirren you know yeah. coming across on the, the narration but i think she's super underrated um i think I, I i don't think she gets the credit she deserves uh she's definitely one of my favorite actresses and she's very very good in everything she does well i know you haven't seen a lot of comic book movies but she's great as harley quinn too in the dc movies to the point where like they made a whole another franchise with her just so she could, you know, reprise that role. Yeah. She was one of the good parts of several of those movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I can't leave him on the board in this movie. He was just so good and made me laugh so many times, but uh, I'll go Gosling. Um, you know, he was perfect as one of the Kens. Uh, there was a lot of other, uh, characters, even, you mentioned as the narrator, Helen Mirren was fantastic, but a lot of other great characters, but 
I, I got to, if none of you picked Gosling, I got to pick him. He was so good. He's just, it's, and it's not even like, um, he's just so good at everything. It's, it's the comedic I, timing. It's the seriousness in his roles. Like, the, like the nice guys, he's hilarious. His comedic timing is fantastic. Like, and he's, what I love about him is, I don't know him as a person, right? He could be whatever he is, but he's so secure in himself that he doesn't take himself serious that he can do these roles and put everything into it. Like, I love it makes me go ahead, Benny. No, 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 go, 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 go. I was just going to say, like, it makes me feel bad as a human being that there's people in this world like him, <laughs> and then there's people in this world like me that it's just like, how are you? so good looking so talented in so many things like what do you suck at just tell me <laughs> yeah yeah maybe he's got a small dong um <laughs> <laughs> i loved i loved when he would snap for that brief brief moment in the first half of the movie where barbie's like just go walk wherever you want to go and he's like all right i'm walking uh, and she's like don't go too far he's like i know i'm not gonna okay. <laughs> he just freaks out for that split second so good um. All right. Do, uh, any Ani mentions on characters? There's quite a lot. Um. Uh, give me Kate McKinnon as an Ani mensch. Like, I saw. I don't know whether it was in trailers or just the way they described her in the beginning of the movie. And I was like, oh, that's going to be Kate McKinnon's character. And I was expecting it to just be like kind of jokey and like just like kind of a throwaway character. But even even that character, I thought there ended up being depth to it, and it was a good character. So I, I thought she did a good job with it. I'm not the biggest Kate McKinnon fan. Like I think she goes a little too crazy at some points, and like kind of you know we use this phrase a lot with like Quentin Tarantino, like smells his own farts, and like just <laughs> you know <laughs> goes a little too, you know goes 110 percent when they don't need to all the time. But I thought she was great. Yeah, okay. she, she, I feel the same way. Uh, America Ferrara's Gloria, I thought she was great as well. Very yeah. good in this movie. Uh, never haven't seen her in a lot of things or watched a lot of things she's in, but I was pleasantly surprised by her performance as well. She was, um, she was great. She really, she made this movie as well. Yeah, and I was, I always got to shout out Rhea Perlman. Love her. Yeah, Mrs. Danny DeVito X. What? They're still broke up. They got divorced. Really? No. I believe so. You're gonna make uh, me do that's upsetting. I don't I don't think you're right. Oh, I think I'm right. <laughs> Let's see. While you're doing that shout out, do a leap. I mean, please forget about Oh yeah, you're explosion. right. 2012. What? Yeah. Uh do a leapa, yeah. Shout out. Okay, so uh before I talk about do a leapa, please. You're welcome. Apologize. You were, oh, thank you so much for being right all the time. And I'm very stupid. I'm sorry. And I apologize for it. <laughs> uh oh. It's back to back podcast. <clears throat> um, sorry, I'm getting a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, mean, if you're going to shout out to Alipa, let me shout out the, the man, John Cena. Oh, Just my God. Him. He looked better. <laughs> Coming he out of the in, water. <laughs> he was in this movie. Did you see that yes, wig that was just floating in midair? That long blonde wig. That's what it was because I couldn't see him. Yeah, that was John Cena. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> no, he was looking jacked as fuck. 
Yeah. Um, he's good. I, I never thought he'd be uh, a funny comedic actor, but he's very good in movies. Oh, um, did you see uh, Cock Blockers? I, I think that might be his best movie. Never I got to see that. I don't think I saw it. You guys it should watch good. Peacemaker. I want to. I've been wanting to for a while. It's really good. I know, you know, whether you like comic stuff or not, it's it is really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to make it a point in 2024. Give me more John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah as Allen, please. Please. Obviously. Fantastic. I love him. Um, who else? Issa Rae. I love Issa Rae. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys would like Insecure, but I, I, I would definitely suggest giving that show a shout. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I, it's it's on the list. It's good. I, I don't know if I don't know if it's everybody's cup of tea, but it's written great and it it's it's a good show. Uh and this other guy, what's this guy's name? Kingsley Ben Adir, I guess. Yeah. As Ken. He is funny, man. They, they I mean all the Kens are very funny. Yeah, agree. I mean and, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say spoiler alert, it's gonna be pretty fucking hard to name three least favorite characters in this movie uh who mattel executive one i don't know i don't know uh i forgot what, what he's in is jamie demetria yeah what's he in he was in something like a flea bag it was flea bag that's right he had like the weird like teeth i haven't in seen that it. oh yeah yeah, that's where he's from. Thank you. See, you're right. See, thank you. <laughs> but he's good. Least favorites? Oh, I go, don't I? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's yeah, there's a couple of like really small like bit characters um that I could name, I think, but I'm actually gonna name one of the major characters, Will Farrell. I didn't really? love him in this movie. He, to me, he <laughs> felt like, um, I don't know if you guys saw the Lego movie, but yeah. it was like president business, but like flat. That's how it felt like to me. And he still had a couple of funny lines and stuff like that, but I, I wanted like more from him. And he, he wasn't like bad. I'm picking him as my least favorite. And it's, I still enjoyed him, but I'm picking him here because I feel like I wanted more from him in this role. Um, that's that's all. Man, you so, picked mine because I I didn't like I didn't like his character at all. I, I just like it's like trying too hard. It's just like Will Ferrell light. Like, what are you doing? It it, it brought nothing to the movie for me. It was just like I was like felt like I was just watching Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell doing something stupid on a on a random video, and it it, it actually annoyed me. And I think it took me. Took me down a couple of pegs on Will Ferrell where I'm 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 off the train. I think really I think it's I think him and yeah, in twenty twenty four, uh no more Will Ferrell and The Rock. I'm I'm done with the both of them. Oh so, so in lieu of me naming a least favorite character, because I really don't have one. Um, but did you see the fan theory about connecting elf to this movie? Oh no, no. I saw the I saw the one about how Will Ferrell was actually Ken in Barbie Land and came back into the real world oh. and became this Mattel CEO. But no, okay. I didn't see the elf one. 
so the theory is because Buddy the Elf was really good at making toys and you saw him in Elf build that huge Lego stature or uh, structure, he then becomes the guy in the Lego movie like that. That is Buddy the Elf. And after that, he then becomes CEO of the Mattel Corporation. And I'm butchering it because I'm terrible at regurgitating stories and, and theories like that. But basically, there's like a through line through those whole movies. And, and the Mattel CEO is still Buddy the Elf. It's silly. I love it. It, it's not true, but it's just no, makes I know. you think. See what happens when you get to the C-suite? You get boring. <laughs> he was good in Elf. He was good in Lego movie. And he yeah. kind of was flat here. He kind of sucked. I didn't. It was his best performance. No, but I, I thought he was funny. I, I loved it. There, again, it wasn't like the, the big things for me. It's always like the little things. And even when he was like, All right, I want to have a retreat and a tickle party. And he's like, yeah. oh, do me. Do me. <laughs> Don't hug me. Don't hug me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like throwing a key card at the uh, thing. I'm like, that's something that's like a Will Ferrell thing. Like that. Yeah. That was funny. But yeah, I think I'm out. I'm out. It's just so. every every one of those comedic actors, man. Like at a certain point, it's like, all right, we get it. Like we get it. We we've seen every movie you've done. It's been the same kind of character for the last fifteen years. We get it. We don't need it anymore. But and I think Will Ferrell's been good at like keeping himself out of a million different movies. He only pops up here and there now. Um, but I didn't mind him in this one. No, and it's even like sometimes I watched something um, complex as a thing on YouTube where they go sneak a shopping with some celebrities and he was on there. It's like, all right, man, I don't need you to be Will Ferrell for this 15-minute video. Like, talk about the shoes, why you like it, maybe some nostalgia stuff. Like, nothing, er not everything has to be a fucking joke every fucking minute of the day on these videos. And I was like, I'm done with this. Which is yeah. funny because, like, he seems like one of those guys when he's not on – He's like super serious, like, don't bother me. I'm just like, um, you know, a serious guy, but I can turn it on for the movies. But maybe the cameras are rolling, so he kind of went into character for that. I get, I have nobody, um, but I'll just go Gloria's wife, uh, husband. Uh, we didn't, I didn't really care about his Duolingo uh, <laughs> Spanish learning. <laughs> I mean, missed me with that. Uh, so yeah, I'll just go with him. That that made no sense, and I didn't need to see him in the movie at all. That's a good choice. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. I'm. I'm not gonna sit here and stretch. I, I did my stupid theory, so we'll leave it at that for me. All right. So let's do some scenes then. Who wants to start with favorite scene? Anybody? I'll go again. Um, I loved the the Ken discovering the patriarchy. That was just fantastic, absolutely so fantastic, good, <laughs> so fucking good. Like the, his expressions throughout the whole thing, him walking around Century City, um, just you know, mix it in with like him getting the books and then talking to that woman and coming back and him going to all the different jobs and then telling him the requirements. He just <laughs> he just fucking crushed it. I, I thought he was so great in that scene. So that that was by far my favorite. 
Can I talk to a doctor? <laughs> you, you are talking to a doctor. <laughs> that was good. That, that was definitely one of mine. Uh, Robbie, you want to go? You want me to go? Uh, you can go. All right. I have... It's. I don't even know if I'd call it a scene. It is one singular line, and I've been thinking about it since I watched it the first time, and I keep laughing at it ever since. When Ryan Gosling walks into the Mojo Dojo house <laughs> and just screams, Sublime! <laughs> yeah. And then comes back out. I fucking lost it. I loved that scene and i know that was like ad lib like he said apparently he did a couple of different like things i amazing i love yeah. comedy like that that's just so <laughs> ridiculous and stupid but so good i mean i mean you can go with that whole scene too because there's a couple of yeah them. him coming oh you've caught me in the middle of reading yeah, yeah, yeah. when she, when he's trying to like you can clearly see he's like just wants her to come back yeah so, sublime. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Robbie. All right, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go heavy gosling here. I'll uh, I'll go away from it because I was going to go. Um, and I'm not pandering to the audience, but there's so many good scenes. But the, the bench scene was really, really emotional. And it was done good. Um, I just love that. Uh, it was good to see. You know, Barbie's in the real world and she's getting catcalled and this and that. And it's not what she's used to in Barbie land. And she thinks, she sees everything that's perfection in Barbie land. Everybody's perfect. The days are perfect. There's not a bad day. And she looks over and sees that older woman who's, you know, aging gracefully, as the kids say, and looks over to her and she's emotional and she's crying and she tells the girl, the lady that she's beautiful and the lady says, the lady just comes back with a fantastic line that made me LOL. And she goes, I think she said, I know. And uh, I thought it was great. It was a, a very powerful scene. It really had nothing to do with the entire movie, but I really enjoyed it. And your boy's known to get a little emotion. Um, a little misty. A little misty. If you know me, I know I me and Ryan talked about it. I do get emotional. I watch horse racing videos and cry like a baby. So, uh, yeah, that was a good scene. So they were right that the patriarchy was very heavily influenced by horses. <laughs> I was I was loving it. I was like, this is my this is my movie. What he what he went and he didn't Ken win a Nobel Prize in in horses or something like that <laughs> something, yeah, something like that. Uh, my Ani mentions for favorite scenes is the um, I kind of briefly made the joke about the Godfather, but it was the deprogramming of all the Barbies and just like the way that they would distract all the Kens yeah. was so funny. And then the um, I forget what was this. I want to push you around. And then they zoom out, and it's all the different Kens are playing the guitar to that song. I yeah, that was, was great. Just so good. The the Ken songs that they used were just so fucking like perfect. Like when they said, "Oh, you on the the radio," um, like, "Oh, this is one of Ken's favorite songs," and I forget what it was, but it was just like so typical, uh, you know, fuck boy song. Um, I'd have to. Go ahead, oh, right, right. No, it's just it was just the uh the dance sequence uh with Ken and and all the Kens. Uh so outlandish and so stupid, but it worked so well and it was fantastic. And we got to see Ryan Gosling dance and 
the other guy was good too. I forgot what's his name, Benny. You said his favorite, your favorite character. Uh Shimulu. He he went toe to toe with Gosling in that scene. And I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Uh, LOL'd and anytime I get to see the Goss out on a dance floor, I mean it's a uh, police plums explosion. <laughs> uh I wanted to just quickly mention the anytime there was traveling between Barbie land and the real world. I just loved how they shot that and did that. And especially the first time when, you know, Barbie's like in control driving or whatever. And Gosling's just like <laughs> flying all over the place. So that was good. Any other Ani Menches? That's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, maybe maybe Alan kicking some ass. <laughs> that, that was, was pretty nice. <laughs> that was a good uh they flipped the the stereotype on the head there. He he apparently is like a black belt in something. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I like what he's done and he like he's like, You guys want to keep going? And he just like <laughs> does the step at them. <laughs> you can see more of his moves than Scott Pilgrim if we ever watch that. I know that's that's definitely coming this year. Um, one of my favorites is when Barbie comes back into the real into Barbie land and sees just what Ken has done with his Mojo Dojo <laughs> Casa House I mean, with the monster trucks and the mini fridges. <laughs> you guys want just, a brewski beer? <laughs> what I I laugh so hard. He's I guess he's talking to Barbie in in what in that one scene or you know the culmination of that scene. And he has the glasses on, and then he puts a second pair of glasses <laughs> oh, on his face. Amazing! And I was like, "This is just fucking hilarious." I was, I was dying. He made me his little subtle like expressions, or when he got mad in the beginning dance scene and things like that. Like, I don't know. It just made me really laugh out loud. I thought it was extremely funny. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to mention is when he says i forget exactly how he words it but he's like when i forgot the patriarchy wasn't really about <laughs> horses i i lost interest <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was horses all along um all right so we move on to least favorite scenes let's do it right. robbie robbie I don't. I don't want this to be a controversial take. It's not. It's not meant to be a controversial take. It's just who I am as a person and what I don't like in movies. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with America Ferrara's montage speech. Um, I'm not a big montage speech guy. I don't like it. I think it's thrown into movies just to be a filler, or it doesn't do anything for me. As like that kind of annoyed me. Rudy's speeches and Rudy annoyed the shit out of me. So. It has nothing to do with women. I don't want anybody yelling at me or at me or, you know, canceling me. It's just my preference in movies. I don't like montage speeches. I think they're sappy and, and corny. And it's not just this movie. It's Rudy and a ton of other movies I watch. So, yeah, those don't really do it for me. So uh, uh, I could have done without it. Agree. Should I leave? Should I leave the podcast? No, no you're welcome I mean, to stay. <laughs> Benny, want me to go? I think you might have to leave. <laughs> you, Sam Rockwell, and Olivia Coleman are, are voted oh. off to silent. <laughs> please. please, Sam Rockwell. I wish he was in this movie. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, please. Talking about dance scenes, the best dancer I've ever seen. 
Um, now, I, do I go? Wait, who goes? Yeah. Yeah, All it's right. you. I also uh, am hoping for what Robbie was. Like, I don't, I'm not saying this because, well, I am, I am saying it because I'm a man. I don't understand it fully. I don't really get the ending. Like, I get it, but I kind of thought it was like a stupid ending. Like, I'm here to see my gynecologist. Like, all right. Like, so she's now a human. It had nothing to do with the fact that she was at her gynecologist. I just didn't really like the ending. I think like, it was. Did, just... did I miss something? I might have missed something. I, don't, I, I don't think know. it was. It was just like them hyping her up to go in there, and I think it was like it was made just like oh she's got a job now like she's going in for the first day of the yeah. job and it, I... it was just like a, a little twist joke i i i don't know i listen i like i'm glad she has a vagina now yeah good for her <laughs> um i i would have preferred a movie like this i feel like would have done well with like a a little bit of a, like a sentimental ending i think yeah. I don't know. I, I get all you back in here. Tell her to explain. <laughs> I I think to, I I think it's because they went so heavy emotional with like that montage of of all the you know women yeah, and, the, and, right. the, and the little girls that they they wanted to end it on a lighter note. Little, yeah, and then on a little bit of a lighter note, and you know, not not yeah, be too heavy. Right. Well, I would like it more if they actually showed the gynecologist appointment. I think I would like the way I would if that ended like that. I don't I know if you want to more. see that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> nah, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't what she was doing. It was just the like I just didn't. I don't know. I I wish it was like funnier or something. I, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't understand it, but didn't like it. Yeah, that's what I, I just think it was like the twist. It was, oh, they're like hyping her up. I thought she was going to work at Mattel. Like that was going to be That's what job. I, I thought she was going for like a job interview. I think yeah. that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah. And then I, and it was just, you know, this thing that women do that it's like so second nature, I guess, like going to the doctor and, but they still need to hype her up for this because it's her first time or whatever. And I don't know. I at least step out of the shower in a second. We can ask her. Um, my least favorite. What was my least favorite scene? I'm a sucker for a little bit of a love story. So the fact that Barbie and Ken don't get together at the end, I was kind of a little bummed. But I understand that that's you know the 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 message of the movie, and it was, and it is Ken's job to figure out who he is as a person. But I would have loved to see those two sex pots end up together. Um. So yeah, I'll say that. But again, it's it, the movie's better for it not happening. Agree. Okay. Yeah, but there's no Ken without without Barbie. So it's Ken. It's Barbie, and it's Ken. And Ken. <laughs> yeah, Barbie exists without Ken, but Ken does not exist without Barbie. I mean, you see what happens when Ken existed on his own. He almost took Barbie land down. Oh my god, he almost turned he almost turned into a, the communist party. <laughs> uh any any matches? Not really. I thought it like for two hours, I thought it was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah that was really it. I had to, I had to kind of reach for the least favorite scene. Agree. Um, all right. Um, is there anything 
that you guys can think of that would have made this movie better. Yeah, more more nudity, more. <laughs> let me see what's really under that skirt. <laughs> yeah, let me let me be the judge if she has a real <laughs> vagina or not. Um, let me see Gosling's fake bulge. <laughs> yeah, is, I got to see that. I don't know. I don't know what it would have done to make this better. Um, I think they did a pretty good job. Like I said, I mean. If I had any expectation, it was more negative than positive. And I think that they knocked knocked it out of the park for what it was. So it's hard for me to think of a way to make it better. I think they did a really good job. I think, I, I don't know, Robbie probably would agree with me. I think recasting Will Ferrell probably would have gone a long way for me to make me like this movie better. Yeah. Um, recasting casting would be nice it didn't deter me from it he was very if there was more of him i would have been annoyed definitely uh even the scenes he was and he kind of annoyed me but like benny said it the the pacing was great like it actually flew by it uh, there wasn't a point in this movie where i was like checking my phone or there was times where i looked at like i just touched the remote and i'm like holy crap that's how that's where i'm at right now i was like i have 40 minutes left so it went it went for two hours I have no complaints. Like you said, less welfare would have been nice. Yeah. Hmm. I, I didn't even know it was fucking hilarious when they were just like, you just went to them and they were all just rollerblading. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. And and like and I they, said, the, the tickling. Yeah. And, but it was just like, even like, it was just like so Will Ferrell of him just to do that stupid like wave at the end. I was like, this is so dumb. It's so, like you annoy me so much. Like it, you're such a tryhard sometimes. And I couldn't stand it. So I think that's when I was out on him when he did that wave. Babe, what did you think of the ending with the gynecologist appointment? I thought it was a cheeky joke, but I thought they could have stuck the landing better. She thought it was, I don't know if you heard, she thought it was a cheeky joke, but they could have stuck the landing better. Ryan thought the same. Vindication. Yeah, I would have. I would have enjoyed all it over the place. Yeah, I would have enjoyed it more if they, like she was going to a cooking class or something like that instead of a gynecologist appointment. <laughs> Learn how to make that sandwiches. would have also been funny yeah. too because it would have been like, all right, now she's in the real world and she has to be a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like a double joke. Double the jokes, double the fun. <laughs> double your pleasure. <laughs> Bubble and gum. <laughs> um. I, I do have a way that we can make it better. And that would be playing America's favorite new game, casting Matt Damon. Mm. Working overtime. Working overtime. So what we do here is we cast any age we want, young, old, middle-aged, Matt Damon in a role that exists or that we create. Um, why we do it? Because we're stupid. <laughs> so anyone want to go first specifically give me a ageless oh uh slightly re uh mentally Ooh. challenged looking uh oh hello oh. hello <laughs> oh. oh boy oh boy <laughs> marionette matt damon from team america world police showing up in barbie land 
as himself. Uh, and he just says Matt Damon a hundred times until he gets to the real world. Then he becomes Goodwill Hunting. Uh, and there's a little side story. It's a little, it's like a, you ever see when movies release like a little short film that accompanies the movie? That's what I want. I want the Matt Damon marionette puppet becoming a real man. Love it. Ah, give me plastic, shredded, ripped <laughs> in Barbie land. Give me Matt Damon as Boston Ken. So Boston <laughs> Ken will have a Boston Red Sox have Boston Red Sox hat on. Uh Duncan coffee cup in his hand. Marlboro Reds, you know, flipped up into his uh Tom Brady Patriots jersey. And just give me Matt Damon as Boston Ken, Boston accent, just a thorn in in Ryan Gosling's Ken side. And every time they they every time you see Boston Ken, he's just screaming at at Gosling's Ken, you, you, you think you're better than me? And then that's it. That's just the whole movie. I'm just fucking, just being right in Matt Damon's a-hole, just with a cut, right in uh, Gosling's a-hole the entire time, time as, as Boston Ken. Love it. Um, give me, give me a slightly older professional Matt Damon as the CFO, not replacing Will Ferrell, but Will Ferrell's right-hand man in Mattel. Maybe he makes Will Ferrell a little bit more of a palatable character, um, gives some advice. I kind of see him as the Matt Damon from Finding Forrester, the lawyer at the end. Um, like, just super nice, helpful. Tries to, you know, help this relationship between the real world and Barbie land. He sees the issues. Maybe he asks real woman Barbie now on a date when she's in the real world. I don't know. We don't know that. But maybe that happens. I'd like to imagine that's what happens. Yeah. Even if it did in the movie. Matt Damon and Barbie would have been a great couple. Great couple. Great couple. All right. Anything else you guys want to bring up about Barbie? Again, 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 again with this show, it's movies that I would never watch that I that I didn't think I was like that I wound up liking. I mean, it's like it it's like um School of Rock for me. It really is. Um these movies that I would never give a chance to see the light of day in my in my humble abode that I wound up liking. So shout out to this podcast. Men again, just doing men things and doing it right. <laughs> um I'm glad I was able to get you guys to want to do this episode because I did want to see it. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I would never have watched it, but you know, I mentioned that she wants to watch it. I, I thought this gave me a little extra motivation I needed because there there are a lot of times. I mean, you know, I I know we watch a movie every week for the show, but there are still times when I uh Asked me, oh, do you want to watch a movie tonight? And I just like, I just never really have that urge. Um, so it was nice to give me a little extra motivation to watch this and watch it with a critical eye and like really pay attention to it. Nice. As the as the one person who has seen Oppenheimer on this podcast so far, um, any thoughts about the Barbenheimer? phenomenon like do you, do you think you would have enjoyed seeing these movies back to back or or what 
It would have been a nice palate cleanse, but it was all. It would have also been like five and a half hours of movies. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, and I, I don't honestly know if I if I would have wanted to watch Barbie first or second. I kind of feel like I would have wanted to watch Barbie first because honestly, I loved Oppenheimer so much. Like I loved that I spent the rest of the night thinking about that movie. Um, so while I said it would have been a nice palate cleanse i don't know if i would have wanted that after um it would have been nice to you know spend the whole day have some fun in the beginning and then have the the oppenheimer nightcap but i, I really fucking loved oppenheimer i hope you guys watch it soon I, I can't wait to watch it when's it come out on streaming for free or quote i don't know about free i don't know about free but you could buy it now spend too much on streaming i don't need to buy shit but i might I have know. to all right. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that I want to watch. Right? Hold oh. I want to watch and things like that. We have Oscars coming up. I don't know, not super soon, but there's definitely going to be some Oscar movies that we could probably watch. I'm sure Oppenheimer could be a part of that. Yeah, definitely. We, watched, we should do that. We watched um, Past Lives. I like that. That was good. Huh? Maybe so. at least like the, the Best Picture nominees or something. Yeah, watch a couple of them. All right. I love it. Um. All right. Anything else, guys? No. All right. Well, as always, much appreciated. Uh, please send us an email, ltbwpodcast at gmail dot com. Explain something that we missed, like my not appreciating the ending. Um, or I don't know. Tell us what you thought about it. We'd love to hear it. Get a different perspective. So. I don't know. I don't have anything else. Robbie, tell him good night. Good night, Ken. I'll beat you up with you any day of the week. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about <laughs> beach talk at about all. <laughs> uh, do you guys ever think about dying? <laughs> <laughs>